0: Hello, Podcast Land. This is AC from AC Toy Design. You are listening to You Like Toys, episode 11. I have a special guest tonight. He is Relation, and he's going to talk about (laughs)
1: Midgets!
0: All right, guys. Uh, This is episode 11 of You Like Toys podcast. Thanks for tuning in or listening in or whatever you're doing. Um, We are on the porch. We, because I am accompanied by another human on the porch. uh, My brother Joe Crone. J O E. G I Joe Crone is what we used to call him. Um, but we are on the porch, it's a little bit of a drizzle, I always give like a a weather update because people expect, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so, um, (laughs) it is, yeah, um, so yeah, it's a little cloudy, but it's clear also, a little drizzly, but it's not as cold as it was the other night, so we're out here, and I'll be out here. So if you want to come by and watch the, uh, uh, view the taping with the live studio audience, that would be awesome. So anyway, Joe has come by the apartment to talk past, present, and future toys, endeavors, events, everything he's up to. Um, I had an idea of where I wanted to start, but it kind of, your, your, um, your nostalgia levels um, are depleted. Um today I got a package in the mail a giant giant box um from Ryan on Instagram. Thank you Ryan if you're listening to this. Ryan sent in a giant box of 80s toys of um mask vehicles and GI Joe vehicles. He just he just contacted me. He just contacted me and was like, "Hey, you like this stuff. You like toys." <clears throat> you see what I did there? Yep. You like toys. Uh, Do you want this stuff? And I was like, absolutely. I'll clean it up, take care of it, give it a good home. Because that's what I do. Um, And one of the items in there was a nearly complete, I think it's missing a few pieces, but uh, Boulder Hill from Mask. And I could have sworn, I know mom gave us that, um, or gave me that maybe, I guess was the case, uh, for Christmas when we were kids. And I could have sworn, I have memories of you playing with it. Or like launching that boulder off of it. I know Matt Tracker was your guy as far as mask went with the re- with Thunderhawk, the red, the red uh, car. Who? Wait,
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I I remember mask. I remember certain things. I don't remember everything that I should. I remember GI Joe because that was my favorite and I'm kind of like a, like, my favorite is my favorite, and that's the one I'm loyal to, so I remember that the most. The other things were like, okay, yeah, those are cool, but they're all, they're not G.I. Joe. So that's kind of like where I'm coming from. So, I don't know, plus my memory stinks anyway. I, just, I can't really remember too much, but but that's, that's it's, it's always jogged the memory whenever I come over here and see things. I'm like, I think I know what that is. I remember it, I think, and
0: then I leave, Knowing that I remember it. It's awesome. It's a good answer. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. you
1: know, when I'm looking at all this stuff, you're like, Do you remember that? And I'm I'm literally thinking like, Do I remember this? You're like, Do you remember that? I'm like, Yeah, I'm, I'm th- that's exactly what I'm thinking about. Like, do I remember this or is it just like a thing that reminds me of like Cobra
0: Commander's dungeon or something? Like that. Yeah, that's uh that's kind of where I wanted to start. It wanted to start um, was, what do you remember? You know, like I wanted. I want because I know. Like we we're both Joe and I are both appreciators. We're both artists. We're both musicians. We're both. Um, we have the exact. In fact, on Christmas. Pimps. <laughs> <I, laughs> Christmas morning, we usually literally. Hand each other the exact same stuff, just in different wrapping paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to start. What do you remember? Like, because a lot of this show, this show, this podcast is obviously called. You like toys. I like toys. You like toys. Yeah, yeah, totally. You like toys. They like toys. Everybody likes toys, but. Cell phones, but, um, cell phones are toys, folks. You like uh, toys. Get out of here.
1: Cell phones are—I t- mean, not—they're the, not cool toys, but a cellular phone is a toy. So you like toys. So this podcast is about to blow up.
0: So we're about to talk about cell phones. Um, what do you think about the new Samsung Wang?
1: I remember going to other kids' houses. And t- oh, wait, what? <laughs> um, we're not talking about cell phones, are we? <laughs> no. Okay, cool. What I remember—you claim to—you claim to have like. You always say, like, oh, we had this, we had that. Like, remember this, remember that? And, like, my my most, my clearest memories are going to other kids' houses and seeing what they had and being jealous yeah. of what they had. Totally. So either we didn't have the stuff that you say that we had or you <laughs> kept it from me and never let me, like, play with it because I don't know why. But I, maybe it's just because, like, you know, you're, you're stepping out of your house where you know everything when you're a kid and you see what other people have. And you're like, oh, I don't have that thing. I don't want that, and like, that's kind of what you remember. So I used to go to like,
0: you know, yeah. I used to go. I had friends who had toys. <laughs> friends, <laughs> friends who had toys. It's another podcast. Um, yeah, I, like on Mom gave them away. My other Instagram, I always talk about uh, our cousins, Derek and Trent, because Derek was my age. We're the same age, but Trent was like uh, Trent's like six or seven years older. So he was the reason that I got that I that I was introduced to like. Uh, the Mego, like Micronauts, that stuff. A lot of he had all the early, um, you know, Star Wars stuff, yeah. the Millennium Falcon, all those. those... Little
1: parachuters that you throw. That totally. Hear, what
0: are those called? Totally parachuters that you throw, and like because he he was like his toy peak was like mid '70s to early '80s, whereas for me it was early '80s to late '80s, and then for you it was like mid '80s and so on. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. GI Joe, you know, spanned that whole that whole deal, um, but it also—it's funny how GI, out of all the cool stuff, GI Joe is probably the the most nostalgic, ref, nostalgically referenced toy that I see in the toy community.
1: Yeah, um, I I like GI Joes.
0: Um, so moving on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I don't know what it is about GI Joes. Maybe I think it was like the whole. I don't know, teamwork aspect of it, kind of thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of representation, you know, within GI Joe, which as a child I was very concerned (laughs) about. Child, (laughs) yeah. Uh,
0: No,
1: there's there's like an eclectic, but no, uh, an eclectic group of folks, like you know, doing stuff. It was awesome. There's like a pirate guy who had a bird. There's like a Native American who had an eagle. Uh, snake Eyes had a dog. And they, you know, a lot of them had like these companions, which were really cool.
0: Croc Master had a crocodile. Dude,
1: crocodile—that was one of the one of the. He was like the, the bad guy, for yeah, he may have been um, the only bad guy who had
0: an animal companion. Uh, later on, there were a couple, but I think he was probably def, definitely the first. I think. Yeah.
1: I'm sure, like Zartan, those guys probably had some like monkeys, <laughs> 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 some bayou, like. Swamp <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait!
0: You just implied that. Monkeys are from the bayou.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Swamp monkeys. Explain. Swamp monkeys. <laughs> I can't
0: explain it. I don't need to explain that. Oh, you, dude. You
1: folks out there know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. And also, the thing with G.I. Joe's, first of all, the movie was amazing. The movie was
0: subpar compared dude. to Transformers. And that's, he's only saying that
1: because he's wrong. And <laughs> that movie, I mean, I, I kind of feel like that, mo- that movie, the that movie is so good. Dude,
0: They're, chuckles.
1: Chuckles. Oh. Got
0: the the flower shirt.
1: Oh man, best, the best. Chocolates <laughs> <are> the best. <laughs> Variety, dude. Just like eclectic, yeah. dynamic. People from all over, yeah. and they're all Joes. They're all me. <laughs> you yes, figured it out. Okay. <laughs> no, that, that's, no it. that's it right there, dude. It
0: totally is. It totally is. I don't know why we've never thought about that. <laughs> that's it right there. Holy Good. shit. We're discovering the truth. Oh. Um,
1: but also with GI Joes, which is cool was the the card art that came on the packages, man. And, like, if you're you're making toys and you don't have, like, card art, I don't know, I think you're in the wrong game. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Just think about, like, like, any toy from the 80s or any toy ever. Like, like whether it's, like, you know, you need some good card art. Card art. And, um, or you need, like, some big boxes with, like, you know, crazy-looking, like, village of the damn kids playing with the toys that are inside the box, yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? If you're just doing like, just like, box toy, nothing else, like the current Star Wars Black Series stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I was not just working. gonna say that. I was
0: just thinking
1: that yeah. when you were talking. I don't. Those things are so. I don't know. They're just like. The first wave of those, I think, had a little bit of art on them. Like, didn't they have, like, a stent or something? I don't know. They were, But now they're just, like, red, black. We know people will buy these. They're Star Wars. You know what I mean? They're, they're awesome figures. And they're six-inch figures, which I wish they would actually do with G.I. Joe, Joe's. Right? Man, that, that's, like, that would be... That'll happen. I don't know why it's not happening yet, though. Like, we need to find out.
0: G.I. Yeah, you know, Joe, the property's been in limbo for, like, a long time. Yeah. Since that first Channing Tatum movie, you know? Oh, man. Great film. Great film. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guy can really dance too. He's eclectic. Speaking of eclectic,
0: <laughs> all right. So, so I get is, it. Carter, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That card art is amazing. Um, but also in tandem, and I'm not. Transformers isn't my favorite toy line. It's amazing. G.I. Joe is amazing. But Transformers also had some awesome box and card art. Especially, you remember the back of the box? I mean, I've got some. I'll show you. But the back of the Transformers box had, like, the scene of all the tra- all Transformers in space. Yeah, like flying, Like, fine. Grimlock flying in space. It's
1: fine. Yeah. Th- I mean, that doesn't make any sense. But, like, Grimlock the flying dinosaur, robotic dinosaur in space.
0: Um, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Can't, can't imagine why I wasn't as into that as I was G.I. Joe's. Who's cardar Where they're all running Like out of explosions Into action You know what I mean Like that makes sense But uh But yeah You know I don't hate Transformers I think Transformers are great I just think they're kind of like Maybe we'll get into this later I'm just putting this together In my brain Transformers are to Hellboy As G.I. Joe is to the Goon Where Hellboy Is kind of like this One note Type of situation Whereas the Goon Like G.I. Joe Is like
0: Eclectic Yeah
1: Yeah See
0: I knew that was coming. I should have warned you guys. <laughs> I should have, and I, I can't believe I've never said anything about Joe and, and Eric Powell. Five minutes or <laughs> well, ten minutes in. Yeah. Ten minutes in. We made it ten minutes in before Joe said the goon. Goon is awesome. Yeah. If you guys, um, you could stop. We'll I know. No, no I know. I know. We talk, Fine. Fine. we talk about everything on this show. We talk about everything on this show. Okay. Good yeah, um, but I talk about movies too. I talk about comic books sometimes. That's cool. I talk about the stuff that inspires the toys that I make, and that could be anything. And they know that. You guys know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the goon. Check it out. We'll, we'll, maybe I'll have Joe back on when Eric Powell hits like issue 100 on the new series, and we'll talk about the goon. Shit. All right, cool yeah. deal. deal. All right, mm-hmm. so that's toys of the past. Yep. <clears throat> that covers kind of. Uh, it gives you a taste of Joe's where his nostalgia sensors are. Um, uh, my nostalgia taste of his nostalgia. Um, so current stuff, current toys, let's talk current toys, think back to before there was a Chud Baby, before there was... What, what was before Chud Baby? I don't know what, alright, right, continue sorry. Yeah, there wasn't anything before Chud Baby, <coughs> excuse me, um, so let's talk about, uh, maybe like, th- let's go back three years, I feel like three, about three or four years ago, there was this boom of like that's when you and I both started getting into like these little knick-knacky more like sort of like um, you know like the stuff you'd find at Chicago Comics like some weird blind box or some kind of like uh um, mini mates. Yeah, I mean you, Joe got into mini mates big time. Yeah. Whatever happened with like that. Dude, I'm still recovering from my mini mate addiction.
1: Um, I still, like, look at them from time to time, and I'm not as, like, crazy to, like, to, pur- to get them, you know what I mean, as I, as I used to be, but, like, I used to see certain ones, and I'm like, oh, man, that's amazing. Um, Mini mates, They are, like, Legos. I'm sure everybody knows what they are, but there's something about the detail of these little tiny things that's, like, both, uh, like, really detailed and, and very, like, stripped down. That's, like, a nice, like, combination for me that's makes them different than legos and makes them a little unique from all the other little little tiny teeny toys that exist right now i can't imagine being a teeny tiny toy maker in this market and trying to like make something that like stands out amongst the rest i think it's a pretty pretty like <clears throat> cool thing to like to do that Bye, chud babies
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be all right yeah. okay um Because, yeah, I mean, that's, I I, I mean, the Minimate thing, you actually kind of got into the, uh, I would say, Minimates, you know, in the toy world, me being in the customizing game like nine years ago, getting into it or so, everything to me was like six inch, articulated, Marvel Legends style, you know, and then Black Series came along. I was doing Star Wars stuff before they had the Black Series, and like, that was it for me for a long time. And then, so you kind of, like, dipped out of that first, I think, into the Minimate thing. And then I kind of, I never got into the minimates but I kind of followed suit with my interest in, like, I guess the designer toy industry world um, over the last couple years. Um, but you would always be, like, grabbing some little thing at a con or at Chicago Comics or at a different comic store. Um, I should stop plugging them Anyway, um, (laughs) but, uh, but, um, yeah, and, like, like, you were kind of, you kind of set the tone, and then I kind of, like, explored the fringes of that, I suppose, uh, which got me into the whole Maba scene and the minifigure scene, and, um, a lot of that also had to do with Instagram, too, and, like, that there's, like, just such a crazy toy world on there. So what, what right now is exciting you? I know you and I were just talking about those horror like the new NECA stuff what's the line what's that line called uh to
1: terror toon terrors something like that they're like they're kind of like Scooby-Doo style uh uh, you know popular horror movie characters done in like a Scooby-Doo style so um, yeah And and it
0: is October so everything is spooky yep um and, yeah, I love those things. I really want to get a couple. But, yeah, stuff like that. I love seeing companies like NECA that are known for, like, you know, like the Aliens figures that you got me, the Reese and Hudson, and, like, um, just these super and the Freddy stuff and the Jason stuff that we've got, we have got each other. Um, NECA being known for, like, these hyper-detailed McFarlane-esque toys. Coming out with that line really got me excited. I really want to grab some of those. Um... What else can you think of recently? I know I got you a bunch of like minifigure Maba stuff. Yeah. I guess Christmas and birthday. Was <clears throat> there um, anything out of that stuff that stood out? Well, I mean, that's a weird. I uh, want to talk. You know, Besides Chud, baby. Mentioned. Uh, Mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> I, I
1: guess I never saw the connection between like the mini mates and like the kind of like the minifigures that you start gravitating towards. <clears throat> because I, it, it's taken me a while, and I, it's taken me a while to like really get into the stuff that you've been into in the past few years with like the Maba and the other stuff I don't even know the, the right words to say about what they are but I'm not I don't know I'm gonna make somebody mad when I, if I try to say something I don't know anything about but um it, it's definitely it's definitely like a, a new thing for me at least and it's taken it took me a little while to kind of get in get into it but now when I come over here and walk through the the uh, museum the lair <laughs> um I, that that stuff that that world of toys that that that, uh, genre of figure-making or whatever, definitely, I, 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 look at it differently now than I did then, um, because it, I feel like it's just broken, it's broken a lot of, like, you know, the, the, the monotony of, like, you know, what toys kind of have looked like, while, like, maintaining, like, a familiarity that's kind of weird, you know, it's, like, and I think that's, like, the perfect thing when, like, something is, like, something really new, you know, and something, but it's familiar in a weird way, and so I, I guess as not put like a I hadn't connected the two in my brain just as far as like why they were cool but they're definitely all that stuff's growing on me and I'm not I don't even know like what specific ones I'm talking about but mostly I guess like the, the Maba stuff is like really cool I maybe at first didn't like it because it was just like a lot of it was just a single color there wasn't a lot of anything to grab my eye I was like okay cool yeah the, you know uh, Robocop head cool you know but there, there's something about them that grows on you and uh, I'm Getting into them a lot more mentally. I don't know if I'm gonna start buying some because that sounds seems like a dangerous thing to get
0: into. Absolutely <laughs> it is. T- trust me, it is. Because there's a lot of
1: there's a lot of cool stuff out there being made, and you know, once it's just a slippery slope, man. I've, I'm already I'm already slipping on too many slopes these days. Again, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can afford another one, so I'm kind of relying on you to kind of provide those things. Maybe, um, I mean, yeah. Birthday's
0: coming up. Christmas. Do it. I got, a, I got a question that came up while you were talking. And the thought. So, up until like the last couple years, like I said, predominantly a lot of my work, the designing and the, um, you know, like the He-Man stuff that I design and the, the customs that I, or the commissions that I customize, they've all been like six-inch articulated Marvel Legends, uh, DC Universe Classics, the uh, Masters Universe Classics. That's something that, now that I th- we're talking about it, I really don't see you... Like, you never really kind of latched on to any of that. I know you've got, like, your Marvel Legends here and there. A character might peak, your... Like, obviously, Joe's the biggest Wolverine fan. I usually make a, <clears throat> a Wolverine every year for either Christmas or his birthday, but... Um, Real claws! Dang. Um, but, yeah, he... You never really, like, got... I know you appreciate them, that, like, the six-inch, the Black Series, the Marvel Legends, but you never really, like, went bonkers over that stuff, I don't think. Um, Was there a reason? What do you mean, bonkers? Like, you know, your average toy collector (laughs) of contemporary stuff, not vintage stuff. Like, I only collect really vintage stuff and then new stuff here and there but usually they have a line that they stick to you know like a, I know we talked to many mates but in the larger 6 inch arena um usually almost every toy collector has like they're like I love NECA I love Mezco I love Hasbro whatever they're doing or DC has done like a zillion different lines oh, over so the last why didn't I gravitate yeah. towards
1: like a certain six inch line yeah probably because my brother is a fucking custom <laughs> toy maker <laughs> <laughs> and like I, it, you've ruined all that stuff for me because I go to the store I'm like yeah that's, those, that's not gonna cut it I'm like, why would I buy that when I can be like when I could, if I really wanted something, I'd be like Adam, man, I really want this. You to make this for me. Like you have to. If you don't make this, I'm gonna be really depressed and sad. You'd right. probably make it for me. So that's probably why I haven't gravitated to it. Cause like you're, you make you make toys, and I know that like I can get something better just like a, a phone call. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I had
0: no idea. That wasn't like a some weird plug. Some kind of like <laughs> crone had crone had plug or, or anything.
1: As you were framing this question, I was like, is he asking me <laughs> yeah. this? Like, why did I that was not this? the intent. Because so my answer's going to be, because I have a brother who makes...
0: No, here's where that here's where that question comes from. So, like, uh, the 84 Mattel Secret Wars line, yeah. you know, okay, and the Kenner Superpowers DC line, right? Yeah. You and I were, along with the G.I. Joes and E-Man and whatever else, we were huge into that stuff. We yeah. loved that Those stuff. Secret
1: Wars were the second favorite. After the G.I. Joe. was Yeah.
0: So, okay, so in contemporary times, has the Marvel Legends is that, pretty much. No. Yeah. You know? Mm. Would you? No? Uh, that, no. I
1: don't know. I, I think Marvel
0: Legends... To a kid, like, put put yourself in the kid's shoes who didn't grow up in the 80s, who's here now, and if you're going to give them... Uh, I don't know. There's so many toy, kid toy lines, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, I
1: guess there's a similarity where, like, they're they look like they are coming from the comics, you know, like they're straight, like, specifically from the comic book design kind of situation, but I I have no, I have no idea, like, if that's even the same, I'm sure it probably is, I, I don't know, um, um,
0: yeah, I don't know, I just feel like, I don't know, it's just strange, and not just you or whatever, but, um, of our, people of our age, <clears throat> who loved those like the Kenner, the Secret, the Superpower, the Secret Wars? Um, I guess I just always assumed that the new superhero, the new superhero lines, the has the Marvel Legends and the DC Universe, whatever they're doing, would for someone our age. I see a lot of people going, "Holy crap!" Like I grew up with the Secret Wars and Kenner stuff, and now we've got this, which is like the evolution of those things to a lot of collectors and they just go insane over it. Like, the, the new wave of, of Marvel Legends hits and it's like, boom. Um, but that's something that you have never, as much as you love toys, you've never been like diehard anything, really. It, it, you've got more of a smattering right. um, approach to collecting toys, I think.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> it definitely is more random. Um, I definitely don't have a loyalty to like any sort of certain like company or anything like that. And plus, I just like don't, I mean, I don't really have the money to like yeah. you know to like consistently like buy stuff like that and um I don't know I feel like maybe because there is like a I've seen the progression from like um Secret Wars to like whatever that line was that you they sold at KB Toy Store in like the 90s you know Marvel stuff before yeah, yeah. Legends whatever that sure. line was called Two Marvel the Legends Toy Biz stuff yeah. yeah it's just like I'm like like you know what five years from now I know that this figure I'm buying this Marvel Legend is, is gonna look like it's gonna look bogus cause I know they're, they're gonna keep getting better or something like that I don't know so maybe that's just the part of it it's just like I know I'm gonna regret buying this toy in five years <laughs> yeah I, mean, I don't know but maybe that's why I'm always like I, cause there's a lot of stuff that I do like at every single con I go to I'm like All right, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna buy that like I'm gonna buy that yeah I, I know every
0: time you go that's yeah. that one or
1: whatever and it's just like I, I get up there I like have it in my hands I'm about to give the guy mo- the money then I, I just like I turn around and run away screaming <laughs> and I can't I just can't commit to it I don't know I don't know why but I mean I definitely can't buy a Wolverine figure either because you do make those for my birthday and like like, the thought of buying those Wolverine figures with, like, those plastic unacceptable claws that they come with every <laughs> time. Like, those things suck so bad. They're so bad. Um, anyway, but, um, yeah, I think I just like a smattering. I don't like a, a whole lot of, like, the, the same the same thing. So, there's definitely, like, a few, you know, there's, like, I really like those, like, long Halloween figures that came out. Uh, the Batman figures, those are really cool. I got my, like, those are, like, a couple of those are on my list. Uh, the Batman Animated Series. Figures, yeah. those are really those are really awesome. cool. They just finally came out with sca- the proper, the first scarecrow from the series. I think they did like the second iteration of the scarecrow from the series, which is fine, but they didn't do the, the original. Is, is that the one with the orange yeah. shirt? Yeah, 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 yeah okay. awesome. The Two Face, they did a new Two Face. Uh, those are really cool. I like those a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, I think maybe I'm more into like the statuesque stuff now rather than like all the articulation and poses
0: and stuff. I've definitely gone away from the articula- articulation articulation articulation. <laughs> um which is weird. I mean, collecting articulation is something that has gone to the extreme just with current toys. You know, back the vintage stuff was either 5 POA or what's that mean? <laughs> um, par- uh, points of articulation. Okay. Mean... I, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I nice. say stuff like that, and I, and I realized that, like, I didn't know what that meant, what that reference was, like, five years ago. Yeah. I was just like, what? No, that's fine. It moves here. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, in the, in the 80s, it, it was more getting the idea across, rather than today, where it's like, no, this has to be a mini version of, of the character, and... So much so that, like with the Black series, they're face printing the actor's face. Yeah. Onto the, that's creep. I don't like
1: that. Yeah, I don't like it. It is very strange to do. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's awesome for the actor, you know. But um, <laughs> there is something strange. Oh, this is that. this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. My face. Um, yeah, those are creepy too. I, and plus, it's like, you know, I guess it's fine. If they're doing these figures. They're coming from movies. They're gonna sell because the movies, but I mean, they—I mean—they are comical characters too, so to have the actor's face on there, I guess I don't know—is it's strange. I don't know, but it's—it's—I guess it's whatever. I don't care. Not
0: only do we not need that in when we were kids, but like uh, you know, the Star Wars the Kenner Star Wars stuff. The it only resemble them at all. Yeah, the uh, the closest <laughs> yeah. one to the actor was the Gamorrean guard. Wait, Gamorrean?
1: Oh, Don't Say that like Jason <laughs> Lee and <in>, like Mallrats. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. No, but like bet, no. This is. I bet there's a I bet there's a more. All right, let's think about the Star Wars yeah. toys. Now, who's that dude who had Landau outcurseian's buddy? That's the most accurate face. In the Star Wars. Lineup. Yeah, yeah. Lobot. Lobot. Yeah, Lobot. It, that may have been. Dude, you it know, big was pretty accurate. Lobot. Yeah, he was.
0: Um, Akbar. No, No, big Fortuna was. Um, dude, Lobot was the figure that like I threw away, and uh, General Medine. Do you remember that blue just the dude yeah the dude and now they're the i love those figures so much i love them but yeah so back in the day it was just getting the idea across today it's like no it's got to be that and you know the black series started with just getting the idea across if you look back at early black series some of those faces are funky you know like before they started doing the face printing if you're i don't know i just remember going through you and i like three or four years ago when the Black Series first hit when we'd hit all the like Walgreens or whatever and we'd go in and like just some of the that first what was the first run it was like uh, Darth Maul and there was a Luke in there and Chewie was there a Luke? was there? I think it was uh, a X-Wing Luke yeah anyway there was a funky face in there somewhere yeah it's evolved in a weird way where like Marvel Legends is like you know they do that with that, with the movie-related toys, yeah. but then Marvel Legends always also gives you the comic version of the character, which is just a comic version face. It's not an act. It's not based on an actor. I don't know. I just wish they'd do more of that. Well,
1: yeah, I think you said something cool about like the idea. The con. The concept is what they were kind of going for. It's like <laughs> almost like the all the 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 ninety-five uh, POAs that exist in modern toys or whatever. You know the. It's almost like giving some like giving someone everything that they want. And so there's nothing, like, really you want to do with it because, like, it can do anything. With, I think, some of, like, the more, like, some of the modern toys, like, even the Mabas, and, like, some, just some of the stuff you have showing me, like, not that they're limited, but they're intentionally, like, not, they can't do everything. It can't, you know, the Maba can't fly. The Maba can't swim underneath water. It can't. You know, it can't, it, so there's, like, you have to use, like, almost, like, your imagination to, like, get its function, or to get a function out of it or something like because it's just a head, but, like, it, it can, it can, not that I'm saying it can do so much, but, like, I like how those limits on figures, I think, is, like, maybe, like, a, a cool, a thing that makes them cool, you know what I mean? Like, if you, if, I don't, you know, I, I've seen some of those Marvel Legends where, like, all the digits of the fingers are like movable. You
0: know, like, <laughs> Luckily, they stopped doing that, man. That was so ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's like, man, who wants to mess with that? Dude? That, sounds, that looks like a nightmare, you know. Just like you make a Spider-Man figure, put them in the Thwip, give one, put, a, make a Thwip hand, make like a pizza hand or something. I don't know but like i think like limitations are good sometimes with like figures and other stuff whatever but uh but yeah you know that's why i think like, secret wars toys have kind of come back around again because they're just like they're like they do exactly what they're supposed to do
0: right and i mean it's a whole other conversation your point about imagination which is the problem with the world today yes, but... yes it is <laughs> Dang it. but but uh Yeah, I mean, I, I totally, I I think that's the, I think that's the the jizz of it. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with some more Joe, some more, what are we going to do? Some, some fat Joe. (laughs) Joe was just telling me that he watched Waxworks the other night. Um. I don't know if I've said this before. I'm a huge wax work. Wax work. Wax work. No, oh, it's not works. Like these are no, my works. No. Wax okay. Work. What's the Vincent Price one? I've watched it twice this year. House of Wax. House of Wax. Have you seen that?
1: Is it House of Wax?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. That uh, movie is awesome.
1: I saw the one with Paris Hilton.
0: All right, not Vincent Price, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know if I've said it before, but I love werewolves. I think I'm I'm pitching werewolves as the next zombie. You know, like I'm I love zombies too, but I'm they've been camped yeah. you know too much mm. so let's move on let's do werewolves yeah. to death let's do good. werewolves to death but I want some good werewolf stuff yeah. and Waxwork had a pretty awesome werewolf in it yeah <clears throat> the guy the guy from Twin Peaks
1: I agree with that statement completely There's a good, were, good werewolf good werewolves hard to find <clears throat> but there are some good werewolves out there and Waxwork is one of them yeah,
0: yeah. right on yeah. alright so what I wanted to um hit on is that... Speaking of werewolves... Speaking of werewolves... Dang. Yeah, that's good. Is that good? Yeah, speaking of werewolves... Um, Neon Joe, Vamp- uh, werewolf hunter. <laughs> uh-huh. You <laughs> uh, Now, Joe, my brother here, um, I've mentioned we are both creatives. Uh, Joe's got a, a lot of shiz going on right now, and I want to know about it because... I mean that sincerely because mm-hmm. there's so much stuff going on. Some of it I'm involved in and I I have no idea what the next thing is. It's only that, that, that I, you ain't. <laughs> no. I have no idea what the next thing is and I, and I. so I just need to know. I'd um, Take it away, Joe. Alright, no. here we go. All right. <laughs> no, let, let's, start, let's start with this. Okay. Who is Joe Crone?
1: Well, about a, about a about a no I was going to say something stupid but I'm sure (laughs) (laughs) um, I am a comic book writer who draws as well because you have to have stuff for the internet to see (laughs) and that's why I draw a lot I probably draw a lot more than I write currently that's only because I want to be able to write more once I get a good handle on this drawing thing and it's it's awesome, but I also enjoy it. Drawing is awesome. I love drawing, and I think I feel like I'm getting a little bit better at drawing.
0: Yeah, over the last, when you first started drawing, uh, do you want me to say titles, or should I not say titles? Because uh, not nothing's released yet.
1: Yeah, no, um, titles. Titles, yeah. yeah? All right, so
0: Poached yep. is your, is one of your books, and I'll let you talk about mm-hmm. it, but when you first started writing it, or uh, yeah, writing it, drawing it, whatever, I, would, I want to say two years ago? Mm, three I think three. Um, Yeah I mean The drawing it wasn't slop But it was your own style But three years later now Sincerely like your style Has evolved, developed It's legit, I know I keep pushing you to like Just just you do that Do the Lemire thing you know um, And that's a huge Arduous task in and of itself That I'm sure if you had a, an artist To split that weight and carry with you it would make it easier and probably maybe a little more functional mm-hmm. but regardless the point is that your uh, yeah your art's evolved and it's through practice cool thank you
1: yeah that, that's yeah that's that's the goal is to find artists to collaborate with whether it's on stuff that i've written already that's developed and finalized not finalized that's actually the wrong word to say because i am looking forward to the collaborative collaborative process or the, the, the that kind of relationship, I think it's, you know, it's one of the things that makes comic books work so well is that there's, you know, two people collaborating on something and, you know, a writer, or writer will write something and then give it to an artist and an artist will kind of do their thing with it and make some changes and then they say okay that actually works better because the the artist has you know their own perspective and it's just like a really cool kind of uh no not too many hands in the pie kind of like uh art form that i think is you know it's it's the best it's awesome it's 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 totally cool but uh there's a lot of comic book creators that i admire that do both write and draw but you know they 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 can do things at uh, a certain amount of time that you know allows them to be productive uh, so I guess that's kind of where I'm getting to because I'm, I'm slowly realizing that even if I do find an artist, you know, to collaborate with on whether it's, you know, stuff that I've written already or new stuff, I still, you know, want to uh, make my own stuff. And I know that I'm going to have to make my, my own stuff, you know, just whenever I feel like it, you know, you can't always, you know, rely on someone else to like get something made. So um, plus I enjoy drawing as well. But uh, yeah, that's the goal right now is to find, you know, people to collaborate with. And that's kind of why I'm getting... As Chris Burnham told me to do, getting in the mix here in Chicago, trying to get together with uh, as many comic book creators as I can, people who are interested in comics and who want to make comics or just read comics or talk about comics or uh, used to draw, still want to draw, blah, 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 you know, anybody who's, you know, interested in that kind of stuff. Uh, Yeah, just just trying to meet folks and, like, make stuff. That's really, like, what it is. You know, you can post stuff all day on the internet. But uh, really, it's about making making comics. I like I like saying create comics. You know, uh, I, I think they're both really popular hashtags now amongst the, you know the seniors out there. But uh, making it's comics, make comics, and create comics. That's that, that's the way to do it, I think. And uh, so create
0: create comics is a big hashtag.
1: It's not. No, no it's not. No, it's, uh, I think I saw some dude use it. I was like, oh, that's actually he had a reason why he used it. It's like making comics. There was a reason why he like differentiated between. the <laughs> But either way, uh, yeah, it's just trying to trying to draw and trying to pick up speed and drawing draw faster and be happier with what I'm drawing at, you know, certain speeds. I Efficient. To, I, yeah, I tend to get a little obsessive over things, like uh, the state I'm currently in right now that I'm trying to get out of with a particular book that I'm working on. But, uh, which is? Which uh, is a, a zine that I'm publishing with my friend Eric William Green at gfb comics on instagram check him out he's awesome
0: you can't plug him without plugging yourself where what's yours my
1: uh, joe crone <laughs> just like, <laughs> type that into instagram joe and crone me. but we uh we host a drink and draw here in chicago in lakeview right down the street from where we're recording you like toys podcast it's <laughs> a hot street man there's a lot of action a lot of cool stuff going on in broadway in chicago right now uh broadway and
0: no uh, Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, don't give away my location. Not yet. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're
1: in. We're not there. Okay. Our drink and draws, however, are nowhere near this location. No, at fine. Belmont and Broadway. Okay. At Graham Crackers in the basement. They have an awesome basement. It's an artist space. They've got tons of comics down there. They have comedy shows. So it's like a proper space with cool stuff on the walls, art. And we have a drink and draw on the first Saturday of every month. And it's called Shadrink and Cadrago.
0: Explain, explain that, because I've had name. to ask before.
1: Recently, someone told me that that was a shit name. The person <laughs> who told me that, they're, they're a part of a comedy group called The Shithole. So <laughs> that's the name that they chose for their thing. We chose Shit Drink and Kondrago because Drink and Draw Chicago was taken, and Chicago Drink and Draw was taken. So I combined, <laughs> I'm right now I'm meshing my fingers together,
0: Gervais style. Gervais
1: style. Combine just combined word. I'm all about combining those words to make some sense. So if you say it five times, you'll get over it and you'll be able to say it. But it's, it's drink and draw Chicago, but just the syllables mixed in together and they form a word called should drink and cadrago. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> drink and draws every month. But we yeah. also publish we also publish zines, mini comics. We uh, do events whenever there's like a, a comic book event, like a 24-hour comic day, which we just did, a free comic book day, Halloween comic book fest coming up. Uh, anytime there's like a comic book, something going on, we want to be involved in it. We try to be involved as many comic book type holidays as we can uh, be involved in. Plus, you know, any local stores who are you know putting on events or having signings, we like to you know uh, go in check them out and like you know say that we are there and show some support by a book or two whenever you do those things. Um, so yeah, we're 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 in, the, we're in the mix, and we're trying to mix it up even more. And we have a zine coming out. It's our second Halloween zine. It's called um, Halloween Zine Two. I was a teenage zine wolf. That's why we were talking about werewolves. <laughs> You're
0: welcome. Hold on. All right, so we took a quick break because it did start to drizzle. And as I always tell uh, everybody, we are subject to sirens, drizzle, dogs, uh, the occasional ghosts over there, you know, the, the Hello, place. Rose. Hello, Hello. Hello. Um, and anything else. So anyway, we just re- reacquainted our chairs with the closeness of cover. Uh, we were, you were uh, ranting about oh. were- werewolves. Yes. Um, so, famous rant. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the first zine is the uh, I was a teenage zine wolf, yep. and I'm going to be in that. You, yeah, you are and a good. bunch of people, everybody that, is everybody that's in it local to Chicago. Uh,
1: no, we've got people from all over the galaxy. Uh, Do you really? To our zine. Yeah, well, there's some people who don't live in Chicago who have contributed a couple of things, which is really cool. I think people are just kind of. Um, you know, they search for that, I search for that kind of stuff all the time, uh, just little opportunities to, like, contribute to a uh, publication, um, it's just kind of how, it's, it's just a good way to, like, you know, meet people and become affiliated and, like, make connections is to, like, you know, uh, keep an eye on those things, uh, what else, so, yes.
0: Yeah, it is open up to, because... <clears throat> it's instagram based as far as the, like the i mean you can contact joe through instagram and see his i'm sure emails and all kinds of dms and shit like that to contact him but it is opened up to anybody who finds that uh should or hashtag or anything like that
1: yeah yeah definitely absolutely uh there's a lot of people who attend our drinking draws who don't draw a lot you know what i mean and that's kind of we're kind of looking for people who just like want to draw something and see it published in a book, and yeah, we're definitely open to um, anybody who wants to contribute, has an idea, and wants to submit something.
0: Which is awesome. I mean, that was one of the things, like, as far as making toys, doing and uh, doing Chud Baby, or even Cygor last year when I did it, having this thing that I made, you grow up with toys, and then all of a sudden, one day, you've got something that you made. And so, like, the zine, at least for me, felt that way, too, growing up with comics. And last year, when we did that first zine, um, it was, like, it was just awesome to have that in hand, something that, you know. Yeah, it's a cool feeling, just, like,
1: having something like a physical something that exists in the world and not just, you know, in the digital world, which, you know, is... I guess maybe you really don't realize like how cool the kind of feeling it is until you actually like see your stuff in print and maybe that's lost on some people, you know what I mean, like what what the point of that is, but uh, it is nice to also walk into a shop, a comic book shop, and see your book on a shelf, you know, it's just something that's kind of like cool, you know, that's that's kind of a cool thing, and we do that as well, we try to get our uh, zines into as many comic shops as we can, and um,
0: yeah. The, uh, you have a second zine to talk about. Well, dropping the secret. Drop it like we're, it's hot.
1: We are we are going to keep this hush hush, but we're still looking for submissions, and that's exciting news. Submissions are still open for our secret zine, and the name of the zine is Zine of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> and all we ask is for anybody who's interested, anybody out there, who's willing to draw as many dead bodies on a single sheet of paper <laughs> as they can. That's that's all the zine is. It's just page after page of dead bodies. <laughs> you can put them anywhere you want, in any situation you want, doing anything you want. You want well, well, I mean, I mean, not like racist stuff.
0: Yeah, but what if they were like doing, doing, th- like what if cocaine? What if, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, what if the just, zombies were doing things, you more,
1: know? Like sex. Like, I don't know, a like a bunch of dead bodies. Would that be weird stuff? Would that be I weird? I mean, if you want. to do that if you want to draw something if you want to draw that, that's fine
0: this I mean, is a, so it's not really a kid scene
1: i mean i don't know what's for children is that what kid, kids do really kids read zines? i don't know kids don't know what even kids don't know shit <laughs> that's the problem with the world today <clears throat> i don't know yeah I, my my initial like the, my initial concept i explained it to i told it to my friend eric and like i think it was like, like a week or two later and i was just like so excited about this idea he was like it's like man, can I be honest with you? I was like, yeah, sure, absolutely. He's like, it's like your concept for the uh, the, the corpses thing. is like, kind of bugs me a little bit. I was like, yeah. And you know, once he said, I was like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? Because it <laughs> had something to do with like, like dead kids, like dead people on a playground, like a playground full of dead bodies. And it wasn't just gonna be like kids. You know what I mean? I wasn't like just gonna draw children dead. On a, you know, that's that's I don't want to do that. Yeah, you I know. You know what I mean? But it was just gonna be. But I was gonna make it weird, like maybe make it like alien. Alien developing. kids. Alien kids is fine. Yeah, alien kids is fine. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? But I, yeah, but after he said that, he was like, it just kind of reminds me of like school shootings and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I totally get that. I was, I intend, I was going to probably do something funky with it. So it wasn't so like, but I mean, we do want to make it kind of a brutal zine. You know what I mean? Uh, but that doesn't mean, you know, like that kind of stuff. So I think it can still be fun and everyone can still be dead.
0: <laughs> 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 that... That, and that's the Subtitle of your book Right I, I think I, I think it's yeah. It can still be fun And everyone can still be dead
1: <laughs> Yeah That's kind right.
0: motto That's cool
1: uh, But yeah Submissions are still open So uh, if you want to draw one, one thing on one piece of paper And a bunch of things But dead, dead bodies Doing something fun um, uh, Shadrago At gmail.com That's C-H-I D-R-A-W-G-O So shy As in Chicago Draws and you gotta draw it and
0: go, go draw it or go to Chicago because it's awesome. Go to Chicago and draw, right? Um, all right, I like that. Cool. Um, comics though, mm-hmm. it's not just about zines, no, it's not at least not for you,
1: no, absolutely not. I don't even know if like I have a, I was talking to my friend
0: Eric the other day, <laughs> same guy, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Do you talk to anybody we else? Talk,
1: no, we, I, don't, I actually no. um. I was like, man, I was like, do we make zines? He was like, absolutely. I was like, can we call these zines? He was like, absolutely. I was like, why? I was like, he was like, because they're zines. I was like, all right. I was like, but are they? Like, I feel like we're kind of playing a different game here than like those zine folks over there across the lake. And he was like, no, what we do is absolutely zines. I was like, that's cool. It's fine. We can call them zines, whatever you want. I like to call them zines. I also call them mini comics. You know what I mean? It's like, it's whatever you want. I feel like the zine folks, the zine people, the zine culture, like, they're doing some, they're doing stuff that I, I kind of see a similarity to, like, the, the toy makers, where, like, they're, with everything that's, like, uh, like, accessible, all the technology stuff that you can use to make stuff today that was harder to access years ago, like, some really cool stuff that like individuals can make now you know what I mean so I think the you know the the zine people they're making stuff that just looks great that looks like super like original but maintains it's like self published you know vibe uh, but super unique and like really awesome and I feel like that's there's a connection there between like you know the people who who just want to make stuff by themselves on their own on their own terms I think like everybody's kind of like it's, it's more competitive you know what I mean but also you're able to make stuff and so we, we we make stuff too
0: it's that whole Eastman and Leard for me like when I when I think of zines and the zine scene they pop in my head first even though TMNT number one wasn't a zine <laughs> but it was it was the same like idea it was black and white yeah. it was self-published yeah. it was stacked up in their apartment it was all that and that's that's the vibe that especially the, what was it that we went to Cake? was um... that the With all the zines, or was it a zine fest? uh, It was, uh, yeah, I mean, With Jeff.
1: With Jeff, yeah. Cake. Cake's right down the street from where we aren't right now. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think that... I don't know if I'm making the story up in my head, but, like, I feel like it's a good story, whether it's true or not. Uh, Eastman and Laird, like, they made TMNT because they wanted to. You know what I mean? And, like, with the zine folks, like... You're able to make a comic or like write a story or draw a story because you just want to and like there's no there's no like it's like wow I gotta just find someone to publish this like who's gonna make it and then oh, I may as well give up because that's impossible it's like no you can you can make it today you know you can make it a couple hours or whatever we we spend more than a couple hours on our zines but what I'm saying is like it's a pretty cool thing and um, it shouldn't be taken for granted the, the physical the physical like creation of of certain things it's still it's still it's still a cool thing kids all right so shut up.
0: Especially handmade, like whether it's comics, toys, barbecue, whatever it is.
1: Handmade barbecue, man, that's where it's at.
0: I had my hands in a pumpkin today. So, anyway, what, uh, all right, so yeah, so that's, I want to hear the comics. What comics? Well, whatever you're, whatever it is that you're um, interested in talking about that you can say out loud. That you've been working on for three years and just you don't have to tell obviously I don't want you to like uh, what's it called um, (gasps) divulge Mm -hmm. your story but like I feel like this podcast right now that we're recording should be the airing of what has been going on on a professional, not that the zine isn't professional, but like sure. on the Joe Crone level, yep. in a professional sense, you've been working on comics behind the scenes, pretty hardcore. Yeah,
1: yeah you're, I mean, you're definitely making it sound as if I've, I've got like some secret project with Image Comics coming out in a couple of days. Like, <laughs> I've, I've teamed up with like Bendis and Grant Morrison, the three of us, we've just like made this awesome book with Frank Whitley and it's coming, it's dropping this weekend. That's not happening? That's not That's, that's not happening. <laughs> But uh, what I think what you're asking me is I I'm definitely trying to I'm definitely going for it, um, comics wise. I'm not I'm not shooting for, you know, Marvel DC. Like I think that's like a gift that's given to you once you've like established yourself, you know, in the in the world of comic books. I I, I guess I could imagine starting a career with Marvel or DC. That's just not how it happens anymore anyway. And I don't really want to. I don't. My aspirations aren't for Marvel and DC, obviously, but like I'm definitely kind of going for it, and I feel like that might be a, uh, something that maybe uh, differentiates me or separates me from. Uh, I'm going for it, meaning I want I want to I want to be published by a publisher. Um, I don't know I don't know exactly why, but um, I'm definitely writing stories that. Um, uh, lend themselves to, uh, you know, a few years of of publishing issues. Um, They're kind of maybe more long-form story formats, I guess, if you will. Um, And I've, you know, developed three different stories, and I think they're pretty good, and I've kind of got them fleshed out. I've got some cool characters, and um, I can see them in my head, and uh, I can talk about them. Uh, And I look forward to talking about them with an artist or a collaborator or someone who's willing to if anybody's interested in those, that type of, uh, comic book format, it's kind of, like, my main, you know, aspiration, uh, I love, I love making stuff, I love making, you know, daily comics, I love making zines, I love, uh, doing little, like, you know, sequential, uh, stories, but, uh, my main focus is, like, the long form, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's considered long-form story format, but uh, maybe like medium-form story format, mm, where it's like medium. a yeah, medium, like, you know, like a 50-60 page types or 50-60 issue kind of situation via Why the Last
0: Man or uh, you know, X-mon, sweet you know, tooth, sweet tooth. Is medium uh, form? We've all heard like long form, short form. Is medium form a, th- a term? I don't think it is. You, should, you need to use that hashtag tonight. Medium. Form. And be the first one to use it.
1: Sounds kind of like like middle, like kind of not good, like mediocre, doesn't it? I think I can come up with a better thing, but yeah. maybe it should be established.
0: Maybe. I'll yeah, I, get it, I yeah. get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mid-form. No, still. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll definitely figure that out. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, and, again, as far as collaboration goes, I mean, that's like that's like where the magic happens. You know, it's, I know everybody has the ideas of what things should look like, but usually when you find someone who you can, you know, have cool Conversations with about uh, storytelling and, like, you know, why you're telling certain stories, um, and then you produce it. There are things that happen that you didn't expect to happen, and they always turn out better than you expected. You know, when you put the work in and talk about it, and collaborate with someone, and find someone who is, you know, just really interested in maybe achieving the same things that you are. That's been my experience, is like when you know, making music or comics or whatever, it's like, when making a good comic is the is the goal, like, and both parties want to do that, like, it, it, it happens, and it's just, it's it's, it's its a cool, it's a cool situation, that's kind of a, kind of a situation I am seeking right now, and trying to, trying to manifest, uh, so if, yeah, that's my, like, that's my wish, I think I got, like, one wish left, and that's my final wish right there, is to find, find some folks who are, who want to collaborate on them making some
0: books that's a big one wish left and that's where you go It's yep. pretty awesome yep. um so f- this point from this point you know when we shut off the recording devices um this point going forward what should people um the 10 people that listen to the podcast yep. um what should they look out for look forward to and maybe not just with joe mm-hmm. see but just in general, what would you like to see... You can answer... All right, so two-parter. For you, what's coming out... What's coming up in the future. But also, what would you... What would you like to see more folks being... Being interested in or getting interested in? Be it... Um, comics... Toys... Cars... Oh, boy. Um... I hate cars. Motorcycles... I've never, been, I've never
1: been interested in cars. Um...
0: Architecture styles? Yeah.
1: What do I want people to
0: start doing more of? Um, getting, like, being interested, what would you like to see the creative community being, um, more interested in on a fan level? Uh huh. Um, man, that's a, that's a good, that's a good question.
1: Um, most, probably the comics that I'm making right now. <laughs> people could be more interested in that. That'd, that'd, that'd be cool. But, uh, if not that, I guess, uh, maybe, uh, uh, more comics, More people just reading comics because in about four or five years, I, I, I truly believe that it's gonna be, it's gonna be like one of those things that just like pops in everyone's brains. It's like, oh, comics are amazing. And you can do so many things in comics, uh, storytelling wise visually. Uh, there, you just have so many more options with storytelling. Comics than you do really anything else. You know, I mean, you can move to LA and you can like audition and you can like go to college to be a director and like those things are gonna. You can make comics right now. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like if you have an interest in making comic books or drawing or anything like that,
0: telling like, a story,
1: do it. Like, draw some stuff because you can. You can. It's it's fun to do. Um, I feel like more people should just read comics or take chances on comics because there's. There's definitely comics a comic out there for everybody right now. It's a it's a it's a it's a whatever whatever color age, golden, silver, bronze, special age. It's a special age of comic books right now where you got a bunch of different folks making a bunch of different comic books about a bunch of different stuff. Go to a comic book store, put up with some of the <laughs> dorks who work there because some of them aren't very nice and like they just like don't have time to educate you if you're gonna read a comic book or get into comics find a buddy find a buddy get some advice go talk to that buddy what they recommend know what you know that, that's always my advice for someone who wants to read comics is like find a buddy maybe write down ten things cause you're walking to a comic book store and you're gonna be like what the fuck what is all this it's mad it's really it's It's crazy to me. It's it's crazy to, like, people who read comics all the time walking into a store sometimes. It's like, Jesus, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of comics out there. So, uh, find a buddy. Five things, maybe, like, that they recommend and go get them and read them and check them out. Like, because it is a, it's, it's a super legit art form. And, I mean, people who read comics, that's a silly thing to say. Obviously, it is. But I feel like I want that time to happen. I want, I want to get published by a comic book publisher and, like, have my comics, like, be... You know, really like everybody. Everybody's like, "What do you think about the Joe Cronin comics?" Oh, that's really cool. I want that to happen, and then I want everybody to realize how cool comic books are. Uh, you know, all the all the regular all the regs out there who okay. don't who think comic books are still like bam pow boom. You know what I mean? Those people in like four years, those people are going to be like, "Dang, comic books are cool."
0: You think that you really think? I know what you mean by like the commoners, the mm-hmm. the regs. Yeah. Do you really think that that's still, even with the, dawn, the dawning of, not dawning, we're 10 plus years into this superhero movie genre, do you think that's still a stigma that's attached? I think
1: it's even more so with the superhero movie stuff. I think that's what people think, still think kind of like comics are, are just like, it's like, oh, you know, there's that mindset of like, man, I got made into a movie. Now it's real. Now it's a real thing, you know, or now it's like a better f- version of it or whatever, I de- yeah, it definitely still exists. I mean, whatever. There's always going to be idiots. But, like, um, I don't think people are aware of how vast, you know, the, the the types of stories that are being told are right now in comic books. That They go beyond superheroes. Um, and they've, they've gone beyond superheroes for a very long time. Um, I just think when people when people who don't read comics or don't who associate that kind of mentality with comic books, see someone reading a comic, I feel like they equate it to someone, like, playing, like, candy crush game on their, you know, phone, <laughs> you know, there's like, waste, you know, they're just like entertaining themselves or whatever, and like, they're, they're just like doing some mindless kind of like, you know, exercise of whatever, passing time, um, and granted, like, that is what I read comics for from time to time, just to be entertained, but um, there's, you know, there's more, there's other, there's lots of different types out there, so yeah, definitely that's like, still a thing, and not that I need anybody to validate how awesome comic books are but like i want everybody to know how awesome comic books are yeah you know, it's, it's not like it's not like a me thing where i like need people to understand that's right dude <laughs> heck yeah man our fans the, the okay the fans they've arrived the they found quiet. us they're getting restless
0: i feel like you too <laughs> yeah, up on top of the like rooftops. yeah that's, that's pretty sweet. awesome That guy's cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, But yeah, so I I just uh, I want I want comics to be more popular for comic comic sake because like I I think they're great and I think more people
0: should be reading them because they 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 just they do a lot. Yeah. That that's that's, that sparked a couple things in my brain just like the state of comics and like thinking back to you know I was absent from comics for at least like 15 years until you got me those. Uh, the new Fantastic Four 348 which which I told Eric Larson he drew oh right it was Art Adams yeah. right yeah. yeah I know that's alright what did he <laughs> say to that how did he respond was
1: like, I was like I saw him at a con and yeah. like Eric Larson's like cool if you're cool but if you're not cool he's not cool <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like he's a cool dude I've had all yeah, like, he's good very experiences cool. with him and he's always been like man he's 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 got a lot of I hope he writes a book one day yeah. anyway but uh I was like hey man I just wanted to thank you for like you know like uh, you got. I just want to let you know. You like. You got my brother like back into comics and like that's awesome. It's like I bought him these, yeah new Fantastic Four comics that he did. And like he like I was just like man I knew those are the ones to get him back and he was like, it's like I, I was like I don't think I made those. I was like no, I was like now you did. <laughs> I, I don't think I said you did. But at that point I, like I know my my real brain was like he did not draw those comics. So I was just like I was like oh he's just like he he's not he doesn't know what I'm saying. Right I now. love
0: I've been confronted with that mm-hmm. before. I love when the artist or the writer whoever it is says or I guess it's usually the artist, goes, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that I drew those. It's like, they know that they didn't draw them, and you're an idiot. But for them to use those, formulate those words, I don't think I did that. Why aren't they just saying, nah, man, you got me wrong. That's, That's not me. It's hilarious.
1: Hopefully maybe because, like, he thought I was, like just a confused cool nice guy yeah he was trying to he was trying to be cool and i wasn't being a jerk it's like hey man those comics that you drew suck you know what i mean it's like i didn't draw those like yes you did and they (laughs) suck it wasn't that i was like you know saying these comics were great and that you did them. he's like no i didn't didn't
0: do those. that i mean so you got me those and i walked into a in turn walked into a comic book store at the time i think it was like 2005 because that's when i started my ebay account it's kind of how i mark my life and um I walked into a comic book store in the Burbs, and I was just like, "What is all this?" After being away, after being away from it for 15 years, yeah. that was uh, the ultimate Marvel's ultimate universe was booming, and then at the same time in DC, it was, was it like,
1: booming?
0: "Well, it was like, yeah, I mean, if it had a boom, it that They're was They were trying it. to make it boom. They were trying to make it boom, yeah. but I remember it was like that: Cable is Wolverine is something. I don't know. They were the same person, but anyway. And DC was doing like uh, Green Lantern Rebirth and a couple other things and I was just like so overwhelmed but all it was was just Marvel proper, Marvel Ultimate and DC and there wasn't a lot of indie stuff at that time. Walking Dead hadn't happened so that really, or did it, 2003. So Walking Dead was only two years in to its run and hadn't really boomed in the way that it did and opened up the doors for, you know, everything, indie almost. Granted, there were indie, there was image and everything else, but it wasn't at the state that it's in today. Mm-hmm. Um, and but now I look at stuff like Valiant is on the ropes again. Um, you know, like uh, what was it? There was a, there was a couple other. There, somebody was like, I've never said this in my life. Somebody was throwing shade. I've never said Woo. that. am I'm, um, I'm in now. I'm in the crowd. Somebody was throwing shade on. It was like a really popular indie title saying that it wasn't, it was like established, I can't remember what it was, but just that it wasn't established and didn't have the effect on comic culture that it was that everybody was perceiving it to have. And I was just kind of like taken aback, like, you know, what is this current state of, like, comics and more, more importantly, like, indie comics? Because I think that's what's important. Because mainstreams have just become, especially Marvel, it's just advertisements for the movies in, the, in a lot of ways. But, like, the indies is where... Advertising for the comic book industry takes place. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny. Like, we've definitely lived through a cycle where we've seen the totally. cyclical nature of, like, you know, mainstream comics, where it's just like, oh, they did that when I was a kid. They're just doing <laughs> that. They're doing when I, was a kid. I did nothing original. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I feel like that's that we're not the first people to experience that. You know, people who stick with comics as long as we have. You know, you, s- you see you know, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of, like, the, the, the 80s, 90s type movies and stuff like that that are being made now. They're, they're being made by people who grew up in the 90s and 80s, you know what I mean? So it makes sense why these things kind of come back around. They want, you know, those things had an effect on the people who are making them and they want to do something with them. Or they, like, it's in their brain, it's in their, like, lifeblood. So they, they can't help it but to, like, make some of these things, you know, that are, like, very, you know derivative or whatever, uh, or continuations of things that they grew up with. Some are, are better than others. But, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, your question, your statement was kind of about the, 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 the current state of comics and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I man, I, I don't know. I, I see people, I, I see people see people kind of like comment on that, you know, a lot. And, uh, I feel like as long as the, the state of comic books is, Changing, you know what I mean? I feel like whatever it is, it's 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 fine. You know what I mean? I don't know how to define it because I read only certain things. You know, I'm not I don't read everything or exposed to everything. But I feel like as long as there is a state of comic books, you know, I feel like that's as good as you know you can kind of hope for. Because I don't really not pin that down. Um, I definitely like don't read as much Marvel DC current stuff. You know, floppies as I do indie stuff. Um, But I I definitely, like, um, I even, like, hate that indie independent. It's like, it's... it's, I'm sure there's a better phrase for it now. Non-Big Two, but I don't know. I don't know what to say. (laughs) We're going to come up with two phrases. The the middle, the medium form, and then, like, what... Non-Big Two. What non-Big Two comics are. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah. um, Yeah, I think...
0: uh, You generally think that it's in a a progressive state like a not just like with content that's out there but where it's going it's progressing up there's like an upswing that it's in or gonna hit uh, as opposed to like a re- recession
1: uh, I think it's I, I feel like it's definitely gonna like keep going people talk about how it's like there aren't gonna be like like physical comic books anymore I don't know I've never bought into that I don't know enough to talk about that kind of stuff but I do. all I know is that like when I see like I'm more interested in like a, a new concept, a new title, a new team of artists, writer, you know, putting out a new book that I've never heard of before. And, and my interest is is there, you know? What I mean, when I right. see something I've never heard of before, I want to check it out, and like that that feeling of like, oh, what's what is this? Like, I want to know what that is. It sounds really cool. It's still, you know, like uh, gets me excited. You know, every week to go in the comic book store and like see what's what's what new thing is coming out, you know, or new thing that is being attempted, you know, to do, and I feel like that type of uh, approach to comics is very healthy right now, very alive in comics, where you have people trying new things, and they want to, like, write new stories, and they want to, like, make comics as good as they can, and all that kind of stuff, you know, I mean, you don't see that, you don't see that coming from everywhere all the time, you know, Marvel DC, like, They've got stuff that works, you know what I mean. Like they don't need to try new stuff all the time. They've got they, they got a lot of stuff figured out, so they don't really need to like be as innovative. But luckily, they do have some people who are being innovative at those companies. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, there's every week there's like something like, you know, I mean that that also might be a
0: problem. Like there's
1: every week there's a new number one issue, you know. Uh. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know if that's a problem or not, but I mean.
0: It's not. It's not a problem because you know what? You don't have to buy it. Exactly. So. Totally. Absolutely. People, it's just ridiculous. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I guess that's that's what it is. It's like cool. A new a new number one. But uh. But I mean. Yeah. I still definitely like. Have that feeling week to week. Excited about new stuff.
0: All right. So bringing this back around to toys i have a question um for you who back in the 80s um there's this like trident or three-pronged approach that like toys that made us the documentary series talks about it and um it's like Toy, whether it started with a toy line or a cartoon or whatever it was there was this three pronged approach to marketing which was your toy line your TV show which was usually the cartoon and then there was the comic book so it was like boom 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 okay yeah. um, and that's how you hit the kid you know the kid <laughs> um, that's yeah <laughs> that's how you slap the kid so um, and it, it was just it was like an irresistible onslaught of you know, I don't want to get into the argument of, uh, you know, cartoons were just advertisements for the toy. No, they weren't. They were awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. they were awesome stories. Without the PSAs, they were awesome. Um, and the PSAs were awesome, but they put the PSAs in there so that parents would stop bitching. But, um, but anyway, so the comic side of that, of the toy lines, um, you got me the that like anthology he-man anthology that had all the mini comics that came with the toys that, which is just an awesome book um and because it's like so you know the world of he-man through the toys and the cartoon but then when you read those mini comics um and the, like it's just it's another it's still he-man but it's like a totally divergent world i know you're really big since you're since your toy line was gi joe i know you're really big into the the gi joe comic right yeah. now um, like that's the Larry Hama stuff that you're right, reading, right? Which Larry Hama also wrote the file cards for the toys. Um, he wrote the comic, the comic you're reading is the eighties comic that went hand in hand with the, uh, Hasbro toy line. And so what, like what's going on with that? What are your, what are your thoughts being such a big, you know, with GI Joe being your toy line, your, your nostalgia line back to the eighties? Um, reading the comic book now, because you never read it back in the day. No. Right? So, reading the comic book now, what are your, like, how does that, what does that do to your brain? Like, what, what are you thinking when you're reading it? I know you've, I know you love it. Mm-hmm. I need to jump into it. I haven't. But um, tell me about that. Well, it makes me want to buy all the toys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it
1: really does. Um, but, you know, no, I think you said it we said, well, It's just like, it gives you a different, like, just gives you like a different, like, uh, a different almost world with the same characters in it to, like, to experience and to, like, get more out of, because it is completely different.
0: It's different from the show, too. Yeah. It's different.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's different from the show. It's different, like, you know, then it's different when you play with your toys and you're like, Cobra Commander's getting away. It's like, no, he ain't. I'm about to eat a steak. You know, roadblock, right? You know, right. He rhymes. Yep, you know, that's yep. a different type of story right there. And then, um, so it's all—it's all so different because they're different. They're different, just like mediums or whatever.
0: Paint so. and steak. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you and Roblox struggles sometimes. You got to get them out there, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, but what I mean, what do you mean? Like, as far as like the experiences that you, uh, that I have, like, with, and how they're different.
0: So you know, like in. To parallel, I guess, I was saying like I prefer. Reminds tra- me
1: like, which is better, toys or comics? No, not at all. No. no,
0: not at all. Um, to parallel, I was saying like I prefer Transformers over GI oh, Joe, even, even though I love them both. And I just wrapped up the whole cartoon series last year. I went through the whole thing, and the comic for Transformers is something I've wanted to get into for a long time. Yeah. Written by Simon Furman, and everybody, yeah. everybody talks great things. I'm sure it's great. It's great. I'm sure it's great. But, uh, but, so you're doing that pretty much with the cartoon and so I, I just have no, I haven't read the comic, the Larry Hammer comics, Um, but for a lot of those characters, I know that they, you know, like, Snake Eyes is more fleshed out in the comic. Man, I mean, in the show he's just like, kind of hanging out for the most part I mean he's there but
1: he hangs out a lot in the comic book too he he always does something cool you know what I mean like he's just like there's like Snake Eyes you're on this mission he's like "Mm." you know (laughs) he's like all right. you know he signals and then like he's just on the mission and then by the end of it he's done like the coolest thing you know what I mean Uh, but I mean I haven't gotten like super far and there's there's a ton of G.I. Joe comic books but those, I mean, those those characters in the cartoons, man, they're introducing like a character every like nine seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, there's the there's the gumbo character, there's the chef character, there's the you know the the, the librarian G.I.G. You know, it was just like, boom, get Shit. get them out there. You know yeah, what man. I mean? Like, uh, with the comics, it's it's really just like, you know, it takes a while for all of them to like have their like their look. You know, because they're all kind of dressed. A lot of them are dressed the same. You know, because they're you know that had. I don't know if that was necessary. I don't know. Either way, So you
0: you think it was the comic didn't really push the toy line like the way that the show did?
1: Oh, I don't I yeah, definitely not. I don't I think the comic maybe had its like own agenda as as being like, actually this is G.I. Joe. You know what I mean? Like okay. the the cartoon is there and it's like it's like kinda of fast food, you like it, you know, it's good, you want more. But like the comic was like if like Larry I guess I don't know, it's probably documented somewhere because Larry Hammer is like the legit dude. Um, like his approach to the comic where like okay this is where I can like actually like do the work I want it, want it to be you know to it's like full potential you know what I mean and we saw what happened with the movie so if you can if you think movie m- comics to movies is like reaching its full potential you're wrong. you talking
0: about the live we're action talking movie? about the
1: Channing Tatum yeah, yeah, movies okay. like you know what I mean like yeah we
0: saw what happened with that,
1: <laughs> not, that not that it can't be done Try try better. Try harder. <laughs>
0: and don't have Steven <laughs> Summers direct your movie. Uh, yeah. The Mummy. Oh, yeah, The Mummy. Dude, talking shit about Tom Cruise.
1: But uh, No, no, no. Talking about
0: Brendan Fraser. Oh, <laughs> shit. All right. Yeah, you can do that. I uh, would never yeah, talk shit about Tom
1: Cruise. But yeah, up until this very day, what is today? October 19th, 2019. Yeah. 2019. Good night, 2019. <laughs> 2001. <laughs> Uh, The G.I. Joe comic book, Larry Hammer stuff, is like the real... It's like, it's good, man. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. I I mean, I guess we're on the podcast, so I can say, like, with 80s comics, when you open them up, and it's like, you know like all these word balloons you're like oh fuck man I want to read all yeah. that stuff you know it's like I am Mr. Fantastic I have the ability to stretch yeah. and, you know and like everything is explained every single time So like I, I know who you are dude <laughs> you know what I mean like G.I. Joe comics are, are the same you open them up and there's word balloons and like captions and but it's like all like awesome dialogue informative stuff about like how stuff have, it's just it's just so different. There's no other '80s comic as, as far as the '80s run goes of like like I don't know what I'm talking about, man.
0: I really I think I, I would love to see you read the Transformers comic from the '80s. You know, when you're done with GI Joe, it's fine, yeah. but and see how it see what it does to your brain for the toys. Mm. I wonder if it affects. Uh, right yeah, on. I
1: mean, find a good Transformer comic.
0: Yeah, and then let me read it and right I'll on. tell you. Right on. Um, what was the other thing that I had? Uh, oh, yeah, we were going to talk um, So, it's October. 19th. Yes, and Halloween is approaching. It's getting, spooky. It's getting there. Um, we, I, in the last podcast, I did a whole podcast, number 10, the 10th anniversary. That's the uh, 10th anniversary of Sponge. Um, you know, like, That's there's... That's you buy someone? Yeah, diamonds wood, whatever. 10 is sponge. Um, so we did the sponge anniversary I- episode 10. I just did it. And I, all I talked about, I think the entire thing was um, St. Charles, like our trip back to St. Charles last weekend um, that Joe was, we were, came with. We were all there. Um, but Halloween-wise, what did you want to say about Halloween?
1: About Halloween? Yeah. Oh, um, well, I'll probably – I'm definitely going to dress up in the next couple of days like um, – ff elderberry at least once dang that's he's coming uh, back that's uh david s pumpkin's arch enemy that was that we met last year right on. i'm gonna do that again i feel like I'm, i need to up. probably he's probably gonna update his, his his look a little bit yeah i'm gonna do that uh haunted house gonna do that Oof. got some potential you know things to do you know places to go heard about a couple uh, um, what else? Candy. I'm mean, so much candy. <laughs> I've already eaten candy. I've already eaten a lot of candy. Really? Yeah. You gotta work. You know, you gotta work your way into it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, scare some kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of thing. We get some kids to come trick or treating at my place. We get some of that. You should like, probably stop cool right cool. there. <laughs> Why? Well, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. You're glow in the dark what? Glow in the dark chalk and put it on the sidewalk and be like we. Come to our house we got kids Oh kids. that's like, smart man Because stop. They always stop Like three houses down Right So you're yeah. going to go
0: All the way down the block And do arrows Yeah or something Yeah, yeah that's something. good That's good
1: um, I don't know I feel like Is there something I'm not saying Oh your birthday uh, That's a Halloween
0: thing Nah we don't celebrate those okay. Um, It is a Halloween thing though um, At this What was your What was your ta- I'm really curious about this What was your takeaway From St. Charles They know mine from just our visit this past day what was your takeaway from the day
1: uh well uh I mean it's just like the best day like I don't know uh, it's just like a cool day in a cool town like it's super 80s um, the town is and it's like all super Halloweeny, and everybody's there for Halloween there's now like a 365 day a year horror shop that exists there right ghoulish mortals ghoulish mortals and right across the street from like a pretty dope candy store which is like Rocket Fizz yeah so um <laughs> 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 yeah, so you, they know okay you guys know okay cool awesome um yeah. but it's just a great it's just a good day you top it off at Sunny Acres
0: with Haunted f- Hayride f- sh- <laughs>
1: Uh, let's see here. Hey, <laughs> uh, my take. So, yeah. uh, is there a takeaway? I can't. There's not a takeaway that yeah. I have that you didn't have last last episode. Before. I
0: don't know, man. Well, that, yeah, you have your own. You're your own person. Oh, I went on a,
1: fer- a Ferris wheel.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't do that. Yeah, see? I didn't even hear about that. Uh, how did Ferris- that go?
1: Yeah, that was great. They let us go around four times for free. Really? I asked the guy. I was really nice to him, and he was nice to me.
0: That's just how it works sometimes. Joe hates rides, yeah. period, just carnival stuff, and I think they're even worse at a carnival, because it's pretty much all convicts, like ex-cons, Dude. and That's like I was say that. <laughs> <worse>. so you <laughs> don't know, so you don't know if they're like still like in the, they're gonna they're just waiting to like pull the pin uh-huh. and like, <laughs> and like the Ferris wheel is gonna like roll away while you're on it or something,
1: yeah, yeah. I was actually just to like, get revenge yeah, I was actually like being like kind of a monkey when I was up there I started like no really? shit. Yeah, really? yeah. I was just, like, I kind of, like, pretend that I'm, like, afraid of those things, but I'm really not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was, like, willing to, like, jump off the yeah. thing. You know what I mean? That's... Like, whatever. So, anyway. But it was fun. Uh The takeaway. Yeah. I don't know. It was great. It was a good day. Yeah. I wish, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's a good day. Halloween should last, you know, all year round. Yeah. And, um... It is lasting all year round because our Halloween zine release (laughs) party is no longer on the 26th.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. Seriously. We're dropping this bomb right here on the podcast. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I figured I'd... (laughs) Wow. This is like brand new. I'm going to post a picture of my... They they always... They know uh, uh, Patreon gets the podcast first and they get like pictures with it. So I'm gonna post a picture of what my face just looked like when you said that. Yeah, reaction video. Yeah, yeah.
1: reaction. I, I told you, I told you on the podcast because I didn't want you to get mad and be like, why? What are you doing? What's wrong. Yeah. Anyway, so it's November second, the first Saturday of the month, falls in line with our next drink and draw. Eric and I are not ready to release the zine yet. Okay. And also gives us more time to get some more submissions in for the Zine Corpse. Zine Corpses. Oh, House of second, a Thousand okay. House of a Thousand Corpses. Get that book going. Just gives us more time to breathe. I've been drawing. No, laws. Zine of a Thousand Corpses. What did no, I say? You said Rob Zombie. I said Rob Zombie of a Thousand Corpses.
0: No, you said House of a Thousand Corpses. Isn't that a zombie movie? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what it's like. Yeah, it's like Zine oh, okay, of a Thousand yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Draw a bunch of dead bodies on a piece of paper and send them to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just gives us more time and we're, okay. it falls in line and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, that's what we're doing. That's, that's what we're doing for Halloween because it's extending. We're doing it at Halloween all year round.
0: Right on. I mean, that's only an extra week. It's not really a year, but <laughs> it works. Um, what else? Oh yeah. So I also, like I just said, I I post uh, pictures and a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with these podcasts, but it's only for the Patreon folks. And you know that with this, I'm gonna ha- I have to post the the poo picture um, of you being potty trained with comics, which is where it all started. Okay. You know. Um, Joe at, like, two years old or something reading a comic book on one of those miniature wooden uh, commodes. Is yeah, that a yeah. word that uh-huh. they still use today? Yeah. So that'll be on the Patreon. look forward to that.
1: That's cool. Your, your listeners are into, like, pictures of little kids shitting. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know, All man. Right. <laughs> it just kind of goes with the theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, so uh, this is your chance to say bye to everybody. Anything else you want to plug, say, extend invitations to, um denounce uh, anything like that? Uh, yeah. Warn against...
1: Warn. Uh, yeah. Oh, go watch Terrifier. <laughs> Dude, did you watch the whole thing? Yes. You did? Yeah. What,
0: re- like last night or uh-huh. something? Yeah,
1: I did. It's messed up. It is messed up. Don't no, watch that. La- that last scene, though, was
0: fucking hilarious. What, what was the last scene? do it's like... Don't, don't get too graphic, like, right. but what was it? No, it was just like, good luck on your <laughs> interview tomorrow. <laughs> Why don't I remember that? Dude. I uh, don't have to think yeah, about yeah, it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spoiler free. I would say... I love horror movies and I love, you know, it can be gory or whatever. But that movie, man. The only reason I wanted you to watch it was so you know from now on what not to watch.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. I was just surprised that like I mean, I know you like cut that chicken in half, yeah. but when you told me about it, like did you see the scene? He's like, "You watch Seraphire?" I was like, "Yeah, I watched like five minutes of it. Like, yeah, I turned it off." He's like, "Did you get to the scene where he cuts the girl in half?" Whatever. I was like, "I was like, no, I didn't see that, but I did see the other, the other night." But when you sit, when you ask me that, you're like, "I don't know how they cut a they cut a real girl like it's so realistic looking like they cut a real." I was, I it, I was like, "No."
0: Of course it's not, but it's the only movie I've ever seen that's gone like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah it's messed the, up. The joy that he gets
1: out of like all of the killings. And, yeah. Like, the, stuff thing about. yeah like it's yeah i can see why it's it's gotten a little popular right but uh yeah, it's, it's one of those like you don't recommend to anybody but whatever it's fine
0: all right so you're promoting terrifier what are you denouncing <laughs> <laughs> terrifier
1: <laughs> i'm denouncing and promoting terrifier um denouncing um uh do something like scary for halloween like do something spooky it doesn't have to be like you don't have to be sexy every day, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Which is what
0: I mean, that's how I live. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just like
1: one day out of the year, just don't be sexy, okay? Right. Just be scary. Um scare somebody. Yeah. Give someone a good fright. It's always good for everyone. Right. Um and that's 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 really it. You know, like uh, Yeah. Cool. Yep.
0: And you're at you're at Joe. You're at Joe. Oh, I've never done this before. Yeah, I'm, do it. I'm at Plug.
1: Oh shit. I'm at Joe Crone on Instagram, at Joe Crone on Instagram, <laughs> and Joe Crone on Twitter, and Joe Crone on Gmail, and nobody has my shit. It's just type my name, and I'm, it's, yeah, it's okay. me. I'm the only one.
0: Yeah. I'm the only one. That's cool. Um, you do the Twitter?
1: Yeah. I mean, I look at other people's stuff. I don't, like, be like, well, actually, you know, I don't You'll know probably be, after me. this,
0: you'll be shamed you'll lose your jobs and all that stuff you know after the after the podcast they'll get out they'll they'll come in and they'll be like you know like Roseanne told us to get rid of you Uh whatever they do I don't know what they do they're gonna do that to me yeah because of this probably I don't know that's awesome yeah cool um right, that's uh that's a wrap um (laughs) I got you all in check um so so yeah 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 so uh, so that's a wrap. This has been let's see anything I needed to say. I, I didn't have much housekeeping to, to uh, attend to on this episode. Um, if you guys are listening out there and you want to check out the bonus content that goes with this podcast, check out Patreon. It's patreoncom slash Design. You're gonna
1: be set up at the fucking thing, huh? You're gonna be set up at the thing.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Well, I'll talk. I'll probably talk about that. Next week when I do the pod, since you oh, we postponed weird. it, my bad. Jeez, but I will. If you're in Chicago, I'm gonna be at the Zine release. Um, I, got a, I got a table, I guess, and I'm gonna have like uh, Chud babies and Sighor figures and mad merch. Mad merch. It'll be my first merch endeavor. Um, I printed up, printed up some sketchbooks, all that stuff. Uh, podcast YouTube channel is in full effect. AC Toy Design YouTube, YouTube channel. So check that out. And I think that's about it for now. This has been a long one. This has been a good one. We'll have Joe back later on. Um, when he's, he's got more news for us. Uh, this has been You Like Toys Podcast. Episode 11. And we have been broadcasting from the porch. Yep. We'll see you guys in the future. Sure.